All right. Welcome to another episode of the Nerd Brain Podcast. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) And there he is on cue. (laughs) I'm joined with Michaela Meek, our co-host. Howdy. I'm Jason Davis, the host. And we have with us on sound, Jacob Muller. (laughs) You know, you could... Say like hi, hi. Man, he's on mic. It doesn't have to be all sound. Yeah, you're wit- you're witnessing Jake with the sound. <laughs> yeah, Jake's just gonna sit there and just make sounds with his mouth and with the mic and with the board. It's like you know, I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it works. I mean, that's why I'm here. Anyways, economic camaraderie. We're gonna start with that one. Sorry, I know I'm switching that up because I think I said something else and I've done forgotten. My nothing brain happened is, here. Yeah, my you brain. Saw nothing. Yeah, my brain is just <laughs> no. That was my fault. Um, oh, you're good. But anyways, on this episode, uh, on this show, uh, we were going to have a couple of guests, but schedules kind of got like all wackied out and everybody had things going on that, you know, I'd rather they be at doing those things. But we were going to have a couple of guests. We're going to have uh, Andy Mitchell and he's for the Summit uh, Transportation Group, I think is what it's been branded to now, actually. Um, but they have extreme transportation. They have uh, Summit Trucking. They have a brokerage and they have... Uh, Remote storage. Uh, the names of those are escaping me. They it's, also have a uh, truck driving school as well. So yeah, need to. Yeah, so if Andy was here, he would tell you about all those things. But since he's not, well, there you go, Andy. <laughs> um, Christy Kilday was here with Kale Creative, and we wanted to have Jordan Clemens here um, as well, but their schedules got a little messed up, and so you just got us, folks. <laughs> so there you go. So, anyways, we wanted to come up with something to hit close to home—a better way to highlight. The striving impactful factors of what makes Louisville so successful. So we're talking Louisville tourism, businesses, and a whole lot of bourbon. Um, that seems to be Louisville. You know what else is uh, also a lot in Louisville that is saturated? And I know you're going to lean into this yeah. in, in the notes. Tell us. Event spaces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My God. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when restaurants were oversaturated in Louisville pre-COVID and then after COVID, now it's just like events. Everybody's got an event space. Mm -hmm. If I have a garage, I have an event space to use. It's just (laughs) very much focal point of the tourism and hospitality realm that Louisville has become. And like you said, yeah, event spaces has been one of those, like music halls, too. It's been a music town, an event town. Um, I've recognized since I've moved here back in 2021. Yeah. yeah. Mike, your mic go up. Uh, so, yeah, it's event spaces. I mean, it's some are, some are doing like a theme with theirs. Uh huh. There's, um, so at the Mercury Ballroom, they do a bunch of um, like themed events. They do, what was it? It was a couple months back. It was an ABBA night. And I went to the one back in March, I think like a year and a half ago. That was so much fun. They just have one man DJ like in a uh, bedazzled suit and just playing a bunch of ABBA and 70s music, mean, disco music. You mean the one ABBA song everyone knows that they just constantly Dancing play Queen? Out. Yeah, that everyone knows. It's like the main song. No, everyone they had Voulez Vous. Uh-huh. And uh, what else? Do that again. Uh-huh. Voulez Vous. <laughs> There you go. I need to get that on uh, my soundboard and then have that be the sounds. That... Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and Saturday Night Fever. Like, it wasn't just ABBA. It was like all of the, the BGs, um, all of those hits, all yeah, those classics nice. from the disco era. And then <laughs> another one I went to uh, last February, and I think they're putting it on this weekend, which unfortunately I can't go this weekend with a wedding that I have. Mm. Whoopsies. Um, 
It's a Shrek rave. Oh, oh, really? Mm-hmm. So what's that like? Um, oh, wait, no, I didn't go to the Shrek rave. I went to the SpongeBob rave. So you just dress up as different characters from either of those animations and you just mingle around. Listen again. There's just a one guy, one man show just DJing and they have um, a lot of the animations on like a backdrop. If dancing. There's a, if there's a bunch of people dressed as the donkey, I got to wonder like how many times you hear the joke. Hey, jackass. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> oh, there were so many. So I dressed up as Doodle Bob whenever oh, I mail hoy Manoy. I had a big ass <laughs> pencil and I was wearing the, these checkered pants and uh, I had a T-shirt that had the, yeah. the, uh, the face of the Doodle Bob and uh, Pete's was the best. He looked like I called him man rave. He was Man Ray, but he looked like he was like in a rave. He had like the blue uh, fishnet gloves on, a, ca- a blue cowboy hat with a pair of red sunglasses on it, and just it was so a blue fanny pack. It just was, it was mwah, so good. You know, I've seen a lot of this past Halloween, a lot of uh, Frozen stuff, like Elsa and Anna, mm-hmm. a lot, which was strange. Um, it's not that cold out though. I know, mm-hmm. but it was like, thanks, Jacob. Pun- it never bothered you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let it go so <laughs> anyhow there you go thank you uh so yeah anyways um what about this dark conspiracy that olaf is actually the same snowman from rudolph the Red-Nosed reindeer and he was actually cursed to be trapped in a hat once he melted and he finally came to life but he reappeared as this weird looking snowman and was it rudolph or are you referring to frosty uh, maybe it's frosty oh yeah frosty yeah he's frosty snowman maybe well, he's actually frosty the snowman but he's kind of older rudolph has the oh guy yeah who does the uh talking the background which is also the, the same, narrator yeah. yeah the narrator who's also in elf so yeah. you technically could combine all those together with yeah. that one connection it's the yeah. evolution it's like the benjamin buttons of uh yeah. of the snowman <laughs> The magical snowman. And Mm -hmm. so that, folks, is what we call a rabbit trail. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So some of the core industries in Louisville, let's talk about these. Advanced manufacturing, business services, food and beverage, health and aging innovation, and logistics. Michaela, you found all this. What? (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, well, I figured like the uh, logistics side, Andy, him go and delve into that. Um, But it's not wrong. It's... um, what about the aging innovation? How did you stumble across health and aging innovation? I am not sure. So health, I think of like Norton Healthcare and U of L uh-huh. Health, like those big industries that are part of Louisville. But aging innovation, I'm, I don't know. It just did it was you something see, like, did that you come came across up- that like where the they found like a gene and they put them in these mice and they had they were the same age, but one was extremely aged and then they kind of reversed its age, its sheen on its fur. I don't know. I'll have to look more into the aging innovation. I guess just yeah, they found a, that. experimentation there, on uh, longevity. Is that is that yeah, kind there, of there what is it's hinting at? There is a U uh, aging clinic that's actually only a few, bo- few blocks away from here. Actually, that is all about like an anti-aging or preventing the slowing down the aging process. Really? Um, it's a lot of, it's more just healthy habits and such like that, but they also do a little bit more in that aspect. I okay. I think actually now that you say that, I, cause I remember going like, you know, like the loop whenever mm-hmm. you go past the fairgrounds and you're approaching downtown, I think I've seen that building. Cause it's like something, something innovation center that I've seen mm-hmm. on yeah, the, the skyscraper. Yeah. That's the thing about Louisville. There's these things that are just, really out there that just kind of show up or they're there or they've been there and people just don't 
they don't you just know. stumble upon it. Yeah. 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 And they're like, oh, this has been here for like 40 years. And you're like, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you then, don't know what, what's relevant to you unless it, it becomes relevant to you. Right. And then you have like these other times where you're talking to people and they're like, oh, it was so small. I didn't know there was a connection there. But then yet 40 years in some place was there and you didn't know. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. It's mm-hmm. just, a, you know, that's why we call it a little weird. Um, <laughs> keep so, it weird. Yeah, keep it weird. Uh, so anyways, uh, big brand names that we associate with uh, these impacts. I think you just you just mentioned a couple mm-hmm. right there. Um, uh, business models in the area lacking comparison to other cities in our size and stature. Uh, that's a good question. I know that you you put on there, like, what businesses or models in the Louisville area are mm-hmm. we lacking in comparison to other cities in our size and stature? And that's why I was wanting to lean into Christy a little bit, since yeah. she's our our um, LA yeah. guru Film and uh, outside, Louisville outsider that could kind of give us a little bit of a, a hint of what the other yeah. economies are like. So it's really, it's really, really entertaining to talk to her and um, the naivete that's there, but also there's a lot of her scratching her head wondering like why and mm-hmm. then you know you kind of tell her and she's like oh okay because you know it's obviously this isn't la mm-hmm. um or any of the west coast right what? so yeah no surprise <laughs> and um you know louisville's got it moves slower um it's it's got a different uh, vibe there's more of you know, can I trust you? There's more of a camaraderie. Well, economy camaraderie. There is that. Yeah. But there's also, it, it's very cynical sometimes, you know, in certain areas and certain okay. businesses. So yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, we all have been there. How many of us have walked onto a car lot and saw the car salesman coming and went, Oh God. <laughs> so, you know, there's sort of that feeling with certain industries that, you know, our salespeople, they're going to approach you. Mm-hmm. It's not their fault. Don't hate on them. No. You can joke with them about it if they do, but for beer or whatever. But, you know, Louisville does have a lot of sales people mm-hmm. um, in it. I've noticed that, at least Jacob being one of them. Yeah, I would say it's definitely a lot of sales or um, business development, if you want to <laughs> add that there in there. Um, but I feel like it's definitely that feel within Louisville as someone who's kind of sort of an outsider to the Louisville area that. It definitely builds like you have to know the right people. It's definitely one of those cities Mm -hmm. that you need to know or have a connection to have that connection to build off of. Otherwise, it's going to be hard to go anywhere because everyone's going to view you as an outsider uh, until you build that relationship. Um, And or uh, for those of people who aren't in the Louisville area, if you ever hear someone say, bless your heart, it's probably not a good thing. No, (laughs) no, it's not. Yeah, that's like the worst thing you could hear is like, oh, bless your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it makes my spidey senses tingle whenever I hear that. And I was like, <laughs> I don't think that's supposed to be a good thing. It's no. supposed to be heartfelt, but it didn't, didn't feel that yeah, way. Yeah, if uh, I know Jonathan's from here and I am, you all are not. Lin- mm-hmm. Lindsay's not. If she's on the show, I'd have her like without the Georgia in her mm-hmm. um, and then kind of flip over. She flips from Valley Girl to, to Georgian. Sorry, Lindsay. You do. Um, but when she goes to the South, <laughs> the bless your heart comes out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, don't you dare do that to me again. It's happened once or twice. I know Jacob's seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's a it's a thing. Sweet tea as well, you know, various degrees around the city. I know bourbon is a thing. But I was going to say sweet tea in Southern Indiana. That's like you can't go to a McDonald's because it's just packed out the the wazoo and yeah. you know what those customers norm, normally get 
it's either sweet tea or Coke because of the, the, the carbonation yeah, and yeah. their soft drinks because they're everyone's addicted to it. Well, McDonald's has a special like setting for the carbonation they worked mm-hmm. out years ago. There, there's a reason why when I'm hungover on a Saturday or Sunday, I get a McDonald's Sprite because it's just crispy and, <laughs> and a nice uh, large fry to go with it on the side. <laughs> I haven't had McDonald's in a while. Um, I used to get double cheese, two, two double cheeseburgers and a small fry, and that was fine. And, um, you know, you get to a certain age, your stomach is like, you can't, you shouldn't do that anymore. Uh-huh. And then you, you know, a few hours later, you're reminded why. We'll let you fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so there's just things with fast food, but there's, there's still, there's a lot of places to eat in Louisville that are, coming back that you know they did really well to survive the pandemic they pivoted to you know um delivery and food trucks yeah that was a uh, mm-hmm. big there's one or two companies i'm aware of that uh basically use food trucks instead of their actual building location and then mm-hmm. just served out of the parking lot from the food truck because it was uh compliant with the government and the federal laws mm-hmm. acting around covid yeah, cause a lot just, of places couldn't even do carry out and i was in indiana at the time and they were a little bit more lenient because i would go to like a chinese place and order takeout and they would still be compliant but every other like mom and pop was their doors were closed so yeah 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 well i don't miss those days no me neither four <laughs> four and a half years into this and I'm starting to see some regression in certain areas, but a lot of that's just due to the economy and the circumstances going on. Um, yeah, it was really hard because, uh, you know, we're going to have a, a sort of a, we're going to have a meeting to kind of catch up on what, what is going on and everything with that and what we're seeing in sales and everything. And um, yeah, there's a, there's definitely a change coming. It's in the air. Um, it's not terrible because it's not like I hadn't seen it before. Mm-hmm. So I kind of know like what to do and already what to prepare for because, you know, we were here in 2020 with it. We were really into it in 2008, mm-hmm. you know, um, that was a big one. Like Louisville has a way of going under the radar of economic crises and coming out um, not totally unscathed, but relatively fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it has lost the fortune. A lot of the fortune 500 companies are gone, um, you know. There's still some here that, that rain, maintain a presence, but their home offices are down in Atlanta, I think now. Um, but, you know, Louisville, I don't think cities like Louisville are going to escape the commercial property real estate bubble. Mm-hmm. I think they're all, I think everybody nationwide is going to feel that. It's going to make everybody kind of take a step back. Uh, like Warren Buffett said, it's not, he said, the buildings don't change, the owners do. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, because a lot of that property, it's going to be sold for cheap so the banks can recover what assets they can because, mm-hmm. you know, banks don't have product. The product they have is real estate. That's really the product they have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, or a hard item, mm-hmm. you know, versus a soft item. Uh, so, yeah, it is kind of one of those things where we're going to see going into 2024 what the economy is going to look like here. Um, the oversaturation of um, restaurants led to a lot of them churning and, and closing mm-hmm. and that too. yeah and and then there wasn't so much of a labor shortage it was but now it's really bad 
uh, the labor shortage, like a lot of businesses now are starting to feel the labor shortage and they're starting to try to figure out how to fix it. And I'm like, you can't grow people in a bottle and have a full human being in a week. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just... Sounds like a really bad lab experiment. Like, yeah. Let's not do that. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like Bizarro. Me hate Superman. You know, it's just you don't want that like serving you know potato skins to people. This it, is my. Have you ever seen Scary Movie with uh, the guy with the deformed hand? Like oh, this is scary. my strong hand and just delivers your your, your mashed potatoes that way. Let me mix this out for you, real nice and gorgeous. <laughs> That was a classic. Yeah. Anyways, um, we want to thank you for tuning into this episode of the podcast. Uh, Do you have anything else you want to bring up, Michaela? No, I think I think we covered a good episode on this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you guys out there want to catch up with episodes with Nerdbrand, um, we are getting closer to episode two hundred. So it's almost that time. Yeah, yeah. We're a month away from planning our team strategic meeting uh, or having it to discuss this because I think it's coming up. We were just talking before this episode recording, like how quickly it's, we, we thought it was in March. (laughs) (laughs) We may hit 200 sooner. So we may do something sooner. It had so many people that just wanted to be a remote guest and we're very pleased about it. So we just lost track of uh, the quantities there for a second. Yeah. I mean, we don't have seasons on our show. A lot of people that do podcasting do seasons. I don't know why. This isn't like the CW. I'm not, you know, there's no villain that we're tackling. It's not like the Flash, you know, where it's, it's like the Riddler. Afterwards. Yeah. So this isn't this isn't that. But uh, on an upcoming episode, we are going to talk about DC. Uh, we are going to talk about um, do a little bit of brand wars kind of again, um, kind of like what we did with the logos, but a little bit of a twist coming up with the game on future episodes. So make sure you go to nerdbrainagency.com slash podcast and keep up with what we're going on or the easiest way to do this it's wild on your phone if you go to like i don't know apple podcasts you can subscribe there and get notified when another episode comes out it's kind of handy that way or if you feel like you want to come and sit on the show feel free to send us a message Mm -hmm. yeah and then michaela might answer I will answer. I won't not. Unless it ends ends up in my spam, which I check once a week because somebody Good. tells me to. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's not my and fault. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, no. I appreciate the reminders. But if it ends up in my junk, I will always respond. It's no pretty sad that, you know, you have to have a standard operating procedure for employees and you have to put in there, check your spam folder once a week or once a month. Mm-hmm. And then they look at, why? It's spam. Like, no, no, not, not things, always. Things bounce sometimes. Yeah, yeah, just blame Russia or China or someone yeah. <laughs> your blame grandmother all that, blame all the hackers and all that garbage that yeah. causes that scenario that ruins it for the rest of us yeah yes. say that while Vark is in the room because you know he's yes. like <laughs> your bank account will be drained by three o'clock yes. <laughs> which if you want to prevent that advanced ingenuity with Vargo would gladly come out for you yeah so we'll definitely be talking more about that coming up so we appreciate you listening and we'll see you next time Did you know everything is an ad? What do you mean? All expressions related to a brand are an ad. You just blew my mind. Yeah, don't let overthought advertising strategies get you down. Just have your why and a budget and leave the rest to the nerds. To chime in on all the latest branding and advertising pointers, listen to the Nerd Brand Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more.